Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Bijou Podcasts. This is episode 30 of the Stacey June Show. Today we have another Single Pringle episode. It is Single Pringle Launch Week with Michelle Battersby, the Bumble marketing exec of APAC, to talk all things dating online. Hey everyone, what's up? It is our Single Pringle launch week and today's episode is all things Single Pringle with Bumble's APAC Marketing Director, Michelle Battersby. We had her on last week talking about uh, making friends as adults and a whole heap of other things about tall poppy syndrome in, in your personal life as well as your career. So go back and have a listen to that if you'd like. But today we focus on Life around Bumble, where it, I suppose, has transformed so many of our dating lives. It has played a very big part in my dating life, and um, and I would I would think so many of you have actually tried Bumble at some point. I wanted to say hey and apologize for my voice and throat. Um, I have never, ever had a cold hit me quite like this. So forgive me if I've got a funny voice and forgive me for keeping this nice and short. You can find Michelle at Michelle Battersby on Instagram. Of course, you can download the Bumble app if you've got a smartphone. And there are so many different things, Bumble BFF, Bumble as in the dating uh, section of the app, and also Bumble Business. So they're really, really trying to have as much networking and connection in real life formed on an app, which I really like. And we talk about, you know, I guess the modern approach to dating and how we can still harness a lot of the traditional values or the traditional aspects that a lot of us miss. I know I missed a lot of the ability to meet in person. I'm not really a photo girl. Like I don't like a representation of me via a photo. It doesn't give anybody an idea of who I am. And I always found that incredibly uncomfortable. I always had so much more charisma and flirty energy when I met people at IRL, but it's becoming harder and harder to get those meetings. So there are a few tips that I give as well. Um, celebrating all things single Pringle. And I, I talk about some tips of how I think you can turn around those online meetings to IRL meetings as quickly as possible. And if you are in a relationship, I think the conversation is really fascinating around, I don't know, where we're going in modern relationships, how we're interacting. It's not just romantic-wise. It's such an interesting time in our lives to be feeling like the same sentence that everyone keeps saying, that we're as connected as we've ever been, but feeling as disconnected from each other as we have ever been. So it is a really interesting chat with someone that is at the forefront of this in our country and is really trying to wholeheartedly make sure that those IRL connections are real and that we continue to have relationships outside of the technology. So enjoy the chat. 
I hope you enjoyed Single Pringle Week. It's been such an exciting time for me to get the Single Pringle concept into the podcast. So I hope you are looking forward to having that each and every week. As I said, if you've got a Q&A, a guest idea, a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the Single Pringle episode, you can drop us a line at podcast at stacyjune.com. I have one last reminder. It is one more week today if you're listening to this as it drops. Coaching starts, group coaching starts next week. I'm really excited to see a few of you that are um, are already ready to go. You'll get a lot of your orientation out today. We still have a couple of payment plan options available and we also will intake up until, you know, the Thursday of the first session. So if you are thinking about it and hesitating and kind of going to and fro with different courses, different articles, still kind of feeling like you're called to work with me but aren't sure why, email me. You can find me at support at stacyjune.com with any questions or DM me on Instagram. I would love to help you. A lot of the exercises, the modalities, the um, practices that I teach are things I use to overcome anxiety, to overcome social anxiety I had a query about, to think about attracting the right people in your life, whether that's romantically or friendships, and building your self-worth. And I think everything in your life, dependent on uh, where you're at um, and and what you're looking to attract really does come back to the self-worth uh, builder that you have. And if that's non-existent or very low, then it's a really good chance that you'll be struggling to attract the things you want to in your life. So we go through that. We start from basics and we clear everything out. So by the end of it, you've got essentially a clear slate or a plan to have a clear slate. So then you can start fully manifesting whatever it is you dream. All right, I'm going to stop talking. As I said, I'm going to keep this tight because I'm going to lose my voice. But enjoy the chat with Michelle Battersby. Hope you love the Single Pringle Week and I will chat to you soon. Enjoy. So we're talking about, oh yeah, the waiting. Yeah, timelines Uh in relationships. Uh Um. I just hate it because I feel like for women, there's always this pressure on you around your age. Like I know when I was younger, I probably thought too much about what age I was going to get married and what age I was going to have kids. And even when I was 18, 19, 20, I was already starting to make decisions based on that. And then when I turned about 25, I decided to completely scrap that and lift like this self-imposed stopwatch off Mm -hmm. myself Mm -hmm. and let myself make decisions freely, not thinking about what age society expects a woman to get married or have kids. And I feel like it's actually opened so many doors for me and enabled me to do so much more than if I just continued to kind of live my life targeting these certain moments. Yeah, Um, benchmarks almost. Yeah, and I know that... People talk about the biological clock and those sorts of things. But, I mean, I would definitely be open to freezing my eggs if it meant I could make more decisions freely um, and live my life without worrying about those kind of things because I just think you're going to be able to make more reasonable, rational decisions. It's a tricky one. I'm going through fertility treatment at the moment, actually. Yeah, and 
and I'm 35 to almost 36 and I was never really, I just kind of thought it will have to work out when it works out. Um, but I do believe sitting in that environment, which it's not really, it's a random situation for us. It's my husband um, was very sick at one point. So we have to go down this road because of that. But it was interesting. I look around me in these robot places, like they're like full of money, full of technology. And I think in 20 years time, because we're in this middle mark, right, where we want this traditional picture, but we're all living modern lives. Yeah. So we're constantly just absolutely fighting across this old school picture that is still being painted for us, but we're not living that. Yeah. And so I reckon in 20 years, we're going to catch up to where we're actually living. And we're all taking a pill at like 30 that's savoring something in there. Just yeah. like there's going to be some technology that allows us to really stretch that timeline it just has to happen yeah and that would be amazing i think for women and women's careers it would catch us up wouldn't it to the way we're actually living yeah so is that a process so when you said you stopped thinking about timeline started living your life concentrating on i guess what you wanted to do rather than what was being dictated Mm. to you to do how did, did you start to see immediate effects or was it kind of six 12 months later where you look back and went Whoa. I think honestly within about six months my whole life had changed. Wow. And oh my god, I just got goosebumps yeah. and we've been talking for a minute. <laughs> yeah, because and this is advice I've actually started giving to my younger sisters and I gave it to one of my younger sisters' friends the other day because I just think I see so many young women staying in relationships that aren't particularly healthy mm. or that they actually know deep down aren't right for them. And they're doing it honestly at the age of twenty five because they think, oh, like I don't have enough time. I can't be single. That's too young to be thinking like that and worrying about those kind of things. Um, and I do think it is kind of the way that society has been set up, you know, mm, totally, for us. Totally. And this kind of interesting thing that we're so connected but not connected yeah. is a real issue as well. And I was talking to you um, earlier before we started recording about the book I'm writing is very much about trying to give examples of ways to be and learn when you're alone without thinking about what's coming next or because I think what happens is when we are in that age we haven't really got a lot of examples of people that were single for long periods of time yeah like I didn't I don't know if you did but the majority of people really are coupled up if you're looking ahead at an older generation at people that you admire yeah sure people have single stints but I don't know someone that was this. I know one woman that I often thought about that this is fabulous woman that's always been single mm. and she's incredibly intelligent and an intellect and this. And my cousins and I sometimes are like scared of being her at the same time as that. So there's really extreme examples. We don't have yeah. that instruction or I suppose example of what to do for the in-between part. So it's so scary the thought of being on your own when there's so much undiscussed of being on your own. If the focus, as you say, is very much about being with someone. Yeah. I think, honestly, it's funny that you say that because there are three women at Bumble yep. who are all in their 30s. Mm-hmm. They're all single. Mm-hmm. They're all so intelligent, mm-hmm. so self-assured, living by themselves in LA, London and New York. And I find them so inspiring yeah. because I'm like, you are just you don't you're not going to settle you know what you want you're not pressured by what's going on around you you've got amazing careers 
those kind of people inspire me because I think there is often so much pressure, Mm. um, whether Mm. it's by like your friends, your family, society on women to be in a relationship, honestly. And it's funny, isn't it? Because all of those people you just use as an example were overseas. Mm. And I wonder if there's something culturally still in our, I just feel like we're culturally moving backwards. I don't know if you feel that, but I do feel like we, we have this kind of real, this is quite a deep question, especially around an election time. But I think it is really interesting that we've got all this innovation and we're such a young country and we're quite wealthy and, you know, we're, we're lucky. But yet I feel like a lot of our views and our, our situation is incredibly prehistoric. Yeah. The it, way that we set up our pictures. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of my – I'm not 30 yet. I'm 28 and all of my friends are in serious relationships, um, like trying to buy houses, which is obviously very difficult in Sydney. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but yet yeah, their lives, I would say, are taking quite a traditional shape. Mm, I think many do. Yeah. Until I think there's a wave, late 30s, early 40s, where people are like, oh, fuck. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, whoops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. watching a few of them uh, unravel in front of my eyes at the moment. My partner's a bit older than me and so it's interesting. And I think at 28 I caught that. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be that. I need to make a big change. Yes. And I had my satin return and got out of there and was single for a very very long time but was with a guy for eight years before that this was like me I was was with someone for seven years and I broke up with them when I was 25 and kind of went through all of this realizing the the road that my life was kind of going down Mm -hmm. and I mean I hope this person I doubt they'd ever listen to this but it wasn't going to be an overly challenging one Mm -hmm. um and that didn't sit quite right with me and it wasn't until I kind of broke away from all the things I thought I should have been doing and made a few big decisions that changed the path I suppose I was on Uh that it all started to make sense Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I want to talk about that feeling because I get contacted a lot about this about that and Tony Robbins calls it the um like there's kind of like a circle that goes around and there's an opportunity for you to jump through an energy that allows you to make kind of a big change but if you don't use that energy at that time often the circle has to go all the way around again and that could be one year, five years, for you to get that same energy to make the shift. Because often, maybe like yourself, but for me, I was thinking it was all kind of okay. I I couldn't put – no one had cheated, no one had done this. I knew I was in a pretty 
semi-toxic like we, we didn't speak nicely to each other and there were issues but I still didn't have that thing to label it with so it was such a big head f for me to make the break because I was like well you get married next right mm-hmm. like that's what you've got to do what was that moment like for you because I think so many people are sitting in this place listening to this show I know who you are going I don't know if I stay or I don't know if I leave like yeah and what was that feeling like for you and how long did that period of time go go on for I had exactly what you're describing. So I'd been some, with someone for a very long period of time and I had definitely, I've not heard of this concept, but I definitely had been mm. doing the circles. Oh, yeah. like, and it come and then you missed it? Yeah, yeah and you yeah, keep yeah. telling yourself it's a phase. It's not a phase. I feel like it always comes back. Like if you've started thinking in a certain way about a relationship or you know deep down it's not right, I think it always comes back. And you can try and do a few things to mask it, but like your gut's already telling you it's wrong and I don't think it really – people I don't really think can change. Um, I had not been in a bad relationship either and I think so often people don't talk about like when – I think so often in relationships, guys are painted as the bad guy. Honestly, I was the bad one. Mm. Not not mean or anything, mm. but I was kind of the one who was like toying with if I wanted to stay with this mm. person or not. And honestly, did really fuck them around a little mm. bit. Mm. And I'll admit that because I think, yeah, I felt like I couldn't really talk to other girls who'd been a bit of an asshole. Yeah. Um, and we're often so, particularly as women, I think we're quite consumed on that picture. Whilst there are a lot of issues with the way men treat women, that's absolutely documented and, and we know that. But there is also this, I think probably you're right, this um, underspoken conversation around, well, what's your role in the picture? Yeah. And I honestly just kept changing my mind. Like that was really where I was stuffing up. And it was because I was quite scared to take the leap of faith, to be honest. And I had Mm. put these clocks on myself and I was really worried and trying to, I guess, keep up with all my friends around me. So I was super scared to honestly be alone, particularly because I'd been with someone from when I was 17 to 25. So I'd not really ever been alone as an adult. Um, So it was quite a hard decision to make because it honestly scared me and that meant that I didn't really go about exiting the relationship in the best possible way. That's a great point and something that I think is a really good question to ask yourself is if this is more about your fears around being on your own or being an adult on your own I think is such an interesting one in your 20s of staying in relationships for too long because I think that's such a common thing and I don't know anyone that has raised that raised that to me at the time or is raising that to other people so it is a good question to think about if you are sitting in that place now is it is it about the relationship you're scared of leaving or is it actually about being by yourself and figuring that all out yeah because yeah it is scary Mm. I'm not gonna lie I think for me it was honestly that I changed like three kind of key things in my life all at once and I gave myself no opportunity other than to sink or swim and I kind of knew that it was at the right moment for me so if we're talking about this This jumping through the hoop (laughs) yeah I um quit my job because it wasn't really making me all that happy um broke up with this guy and also just moved out with a new group of housemates so I kind of knew that I was going to be putting myself at least in a fun house where I'm not smiling because I think this is great but I did very similar things so I'm like oh yeah I get it I get it I get it Yeah, and I think it kind of helps sometimes to really like if you're not – if you feel like you're coasting or you're not really happy um, in a certain situation, I think sometimes it doesn't hurt to upend everything and almost like wipe the, you know, clean slate and and kind of start again. And I think that 
25, any time in your 20s is not too late to do that kind of thing. Well, I, f- I don't think it's ever too late, but I think you're yeah. right. Your 20s is going to be the easiest transition for that. I think it does get a little bit trickier in your 30s and then 40s. It's harder because maybe you've invested and you've bought property or you've got kids or there's a whole other vibe. So I think you're right on that front because it feels very big. Everything in your 20s does feel really yeah. big. And I think it isn't a hard, it's not an easy decade. Everybody puts it out like it's like this fun you're footloose and fancy free fuck that you are figuring everything out for the first time and it's there really is no handbook to it and it sucks that as you get older you realize all of this like I made some big decisions earlier in the year and I told myself fast forward to when you're 35 do you think you're going to look back on this moment and regret doing that or feel like it was, it was too late and all my answers were no, so I just made the decisions based mm. on that because I feel like, you know, when you're 25, you look back on when you're 15 and you're like, why did I worry about all that stuff? Mm. And then it's kind of the same as time goes on. But I think I just had this complete change in my mental state, to be honest, and being out of a relationship and I guess free, I suppose. you I, I felt myself, I was friendlier, chattier, made mm. more friends, was doing more um, and I wasn't I still wasn't too happy with my job so I'd made that switch with my job but I wasn't really um I wasn't passionate about it and I knew that deep down Mm. um and I knew that I wasn't ever going to be great at it if that passion wasn't there I'd just be you know okay um so I ended up chatting to a couple of friends of mine and started to explore other options some of them were very very strange like you know (laughs) personal training in like a fitness mm-hmm, program mm-hmm, or blogging mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then a friend of mine um circled back and referred me to Whitney Wolf Hurd who's the founder and CEO of Bumble mm-hmm. um and at that time she was looking for someone to launch Bumble mm-hmm. into the Australian market mm-hmm. uh and this friend had you know checked in with me and said do you still not like your job um which I didn't and I ended up hiding in a meeting room um at PwC taking this call with Whitney Mm. and I honestly I'd never used a dating app actually because I'd been in this huge relationship and then I've been single for like a year or so okay yeah um so I'd never actually gone onto any dating apps and I hadn't heard of Bumble at the time Mm. I definitely heard of some of our competitors Mm -hmm. um so I was a little hesitant because I didn't know much about it Mm -hmm. um and what I did know of dating apps considering I'd never used them I wasn't sure if it was going to be right for me but Mm. I just believed everything that Whitney was saying I believed Mm. in the mission of Bumble at that point Bumble BFF the friend finding platform um, had already launched and I loved this you know women supporting other women becoming friends with other women um, having each other's backs I really bought into that and I felt like it could work in Australia so um, I quit my job and started hiring a team and launched Bumble here wow (laughs) yeah what a cool story. And it is, it's nice to hear that other side of it. Like when you are thinking, often when you're in a relationship that you aren't sure you're going to be in and you are in it and not out of it, it's really nice to hear that so much other stuff starts to unfold. Yeah. I honestly didn't even realise um, in my relationship. Now I feel like I'm contradicting myself because I've said I was the asshole, but there were some problems, but I didn't realise how much. It's never yeah, one person. Yeah. I didn't realize how much I'd lost my confidence. Mm. Um, You know, like I'd just been with someone from such a young age. There was so much that I thought was normal. Mm. And then once I came out of it, I realized, oh, like this is why Mm. I wasn't, this is why it didn't feel quite right. Mm. Like this is 
these are all the things that were actually missing from that. And I had actually kind of been like beaten down a little bit where I wasn't really great at meeting new friends anymore. I wasn't overly outgoing. I kind of just lost myself a little bit in this relationship. Mm. And it wasn't until I was single and had to start putting myself out there more that all of this kind of, I mean, just more positivity and more opportunities um, started coming to me. It's so funny. I'm a big believer in energy like that. Like I do think that once you make a change, that a lot of other things start falling into place. Yeah. Thank you so much to Michelle for spending the afternoon with me. If you want to hear more from her, you can check her out on Instagram. Let her know that you heard her here at Michelle Battersby. That's with a B, B B-A-T-T-E-R-S-B-Y. And I've put her information in our show notes. You can also listen to the chat that she had about making female friends and um, and tall poppy syndrome that we put up last week. There'll be a self-centered Sunday coming on Sunday, of course. So I hope you look forward to that. And in the meantime, have a good rest of your week. Ciao. This has been another Bijou Podcast production. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.